Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is Base Raiders. That's right, we're back with Base Raiders after a Christmas and New Year's break. Uh, and this week, uh, well, this month, I suppose, our uh, heat takes our races to the Hollow Earth, or at the very least, Subterraria. Uh, they will be going down a volcano uh, to try and gain access to this lost land of megafauna and megaflora. Uh, how about I, uh, we have our players introduce themselves, starting with Ryan. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan. You might recognize my voice from the actual play podcast Rock Ragnard Rock, which you should all be listening to. Uh, today I'm going to be playing Amriel. Amriel is a fallen angel, uh, otherwise known as a demon. Um, she was cast out of heaven with the other rebel angels. Uh, recently she was summoned to earth by an evil sorceress who then disappeared in Ragnarok. And she has since become an, a pro base raider. Brilliant. These other two. I just muted my mic because I thought I had to unmute it. Hello, I am Alex. Uh, you might also recognize me from Ragnarok. And today I shall be reprising my role as Greg, the sentient alien nanocloud, who, if you stand inside, smells like a fart. Greg was sent to Earth uh, as a reconnaissance cloud to see uh, what the deal here was with the species and how his species could best interact with them. But while he was on his way, his species was enslaved, so now he is trying. He became a base raider to hopefully find some tech that will allow him to free his race from subjugation. Cool. And I'm Finn, and I'm playing you, good old resurrected robot, no longer robot, ex super sport racer Yuri. What a He's guy! He's mostly just trying to be a guy. He's getting better at trying to be a guy as he obtains more organs. <laughs> okay. got what organs sweet. will he? What organs will he obtain in this session? <laughs> eyes, maybe. Uh -huh. Yeah, you, you don't really. You have eye-like things. I guess your 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 new morph has eyes, but your super suit has. And just amalgamation of all the characters things. from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> You're some kind of uh, super being, the ultimate organism. <laughs> I want to go home. He sells wanna... Dragon Ball Z now. Mm -hmm. He's gonna eat an android. Well, he's he's less Hitler, so he's better off than he was. That's true. You've got to try and be less Hitler. Uh, so. In the last heat, you guys went into a hurricane, there was a hunt for Red October type Gungan racing, um, there was... what other craziness happened? You fought an Eclipse Phase monster um, yes. and did Alex, quite well. Alex, uh, Greg betrayed a fellow Cloud. Yep. Mm -hmm. It still weighs uh, heavy on him. I, I can imagine. He's been <laughs> doing whatever the cloud equivalent of drinking is. 
<laughs> I've been hyper ionizing myself. Oh, it's rough. Uh, and you guys have been told that you're, uh, you know, going to be uh, sent in. Oh, that's the other thing that happened. Greg got the ability to create hard light hologram things. Oh, so yeah. Manipulate physical objects now. I did do that. Mm -hmm. You have this spherical um, hard light projector inside your cloud hovering in there. I wrote th oh, there it is. Hollow emitter. There we go. Allows Greg to look like people and touch stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was my really super... Uh, I mean, it can only allow you to look like the stuff, the, the people that it's pre-programmed to look like. So you can look so like... Staff, right? Yeah, you can look like an orderly or a nurse. Could I take time, because we have like a month in between races, right? Yeah. Could I take time to program in a new person that it could look like? Yeah, you just have to stay ahead of time. So like for this adventure, everyone that you want to be able to look like, you have to stay in this run. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. not going to program in a bunch. I just want to make like, Greg is going to design his human body, basically. And that All right, so, so what are the... Uh, what does your human furry look like? Uh, your human fursona. <laughs> your ape uh, sona. His, his hue-sona? Yeah, your hue-sona. Um, so Greg's hue-sona uh, is probably... Um, I have so many pecs! <laughs> <laughs> I'm debating whether or not it actually looks human. I guess it would look human. He would know what a human looks like. Um, I think he basically took... Uh, did research of like good-looking people and just kind of melded their faces together into what, like when you when you do those overlays of a whole bunch of people. Oh yeah, uh, that sounds. Um... So it's probably very androgynous, um, with uh, a very a very shapely face, but a rather toned but androgynous body uh, with an indistinguishable gender. And multicolored hair. Or small, like multi-natural colors, or just like all colors. Uh, it's it's. Oh no no no! Uh, the hair is cloud. Ah, so you keep your wispy hair. Yeah. Most times it's cloud, but if if he has to, like, if he has to totally not be a cloud for some reason, it's just like short dirty blonde hair. The other thing that happened is that you guys had a brief run-in with an extra-dimensional tentacle monster. Yeah. Yeah, as, true. We did. As um, Yuri discovered some extra features of his supersuit, such as uh, it can see in almost in all electromagnetic spectra, and a few spectra that are not electromagnetic. David Bowie. Greg looks like David Bowie. Greg looks like David Bowie, but with More gas less. hair. But with <laughs> with electric gas hair. Oh, okay. Which David Bowie would do if he was able to. Hang on a minute. Am I doing? Is this a JoJo spinoff now? <laughs> um. All right. Cool. I suppose. Just uh, uh, not not exactly like David Bowie, but that sort of David Bowie, Tilda Swinton, androgynous kind of look. 
maybe like um, the flight of the Concords pretending to be David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine dressed a, a as. Bit. I'm David Bowie from the hit movie The Labyrinth. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I don't think. You guys purged all the... No, you didn't. What did you do with all the organic... What did you do with all the bioweapons? Did we talk about this? I can't remember. Um, I'm sure we did. I, I recall talking about it, your solution for the bioweapons. I can't remember if you just had the base purge it or not. I think we uh, did. Definitely purged the alien cloud that was going to destroy yes. the world. Yes. That no, 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 no. The... Didn't we... We just we determined that we couldn't purge it without like destroying the base. Raid knowing, yeah. Um, so they would be angry at us. So instead, we just claimed it as our value, and then we destroyed it. Yes, you claimed all of the like crazy alien viruses as your loot. Yeah, and, and so we got less monetary back. Right. Yeah. So you didn't get anything Same except now. the projectors because you claimed all the viruses and shit and then just yep. told right. to slowly and Greg destroy wanted them. to keep one to use as a bioweapon and Yuri said, this is going to sound weird coming from Hitler. <laughs> Genocide's yeah. kind of messed up. Yeah. Yes, because you're going to try yeah, and Line of the game. Yep. MVP, Finn. <laughs> Somebody is talking about uh, how uh, we are having trouble remembering what happened. That's because we last played this game like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> and Sorry. we're doing a pretty good job and of remembering. some weird shit happens. Yeah, like yeah. every episode of this campaign is an escalation in weirdness. And that's not uh, going to change with this episode. No. Uh, you so, mean the episode where we head into the hollow earth? Why would it? Yeah, so you guys um, return to the uh, safety of your um, UFO shipyard uh, <laughs> yep. on the island of New Georgia, I believe, off the coast of Papua, um, where the locals have taken an interest in you and where, you know what, I don't have open. don't have open my fucking document that tells me the name of all the crazy factions I've created. Uh, and where TKS Super Race Team uh, have been lending you their scientists as they attempt to reverse engineer the crazy propulsion system of the Nazi UFO. Uh, so, you know, they're helping you understand the engines. And so TKS is there. And you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if the true survivors have decided that this is where they spend their off time as well because you've become buddies with the other two teams and the Valkyries are shit cats. Hey, there's plenty of room inside our hollowed out Nazi UFO. Uh, so, <clears throat> you know, what are, what are some of the things you're doing before you are uh, in the month uh, leading up to your adventure into the Hollow Earth as I knock shit off my shelf? Well, Greg is spending time uh, trying to get his his new ship spaceworthy uh, and reinforcing the hull and trying to improve the engines so he can actually make it interstellar travel instead of float from Paris to an island in the South Pacific. Did your people have a means of interstellar travel? 
before? I think you were the first. I got here. Yeah, but like, did they just push you into space a la Starship Troopers? Bugs and just wait for you to drift? Or. No, it was. They had. Um, I figure, like. You're a early gas, Star so your mass, is, your mass is pretty low, so they might be able to accelerate you to relativistic velocity. Yeah, I figured they would just kind of make, like, capsule ships and condense them, condense the gas down inside. So, like, how much can we squeeze into the soda can and then launch that into space? You know, put that inside a giant-ass rocket and shoot it into space. Nice. Um, I, just I think they kind of, yeah, they kind of got relativistic. It still took years to get to Earth. All right, so you're in the so local cluster. Yeah, but you've got, you know, maybe... Twenty percent. Oh yeah, it's not. Something. He's not gonna finish it, you know, this week. All right. Well, so um, it is extremely unlikely that you could get um, this ship to accelerate to such a uh, a speed. So either you're gonna have to travel home much, much, much slower, or you're gonna need to come up with a new means of propulsion. Uh, well, Greg could try to, I think he's, so he's going to spend time trying to invent a new means of propulsion. All right. Um, Maybe so... working with TKS to try to come up with you something. Need, yeah, I mean, that's a goal, so, yeah. you know. Well, my goal is get the, you know, get the ship done. So Yeah, I but my point is invent a faster than light. Invent a faster than light travel is also a goal. A goal like, in and of itself, yeah. Yeah, like that's how complicated that is. Um, I think I Greg would, drive open. Greg would try to or propose a deal to TKS that if they help uh, design and build it and install it into the ship, he will give them all the rights to it so they can have it and sell it on Earth and do whatever they want with it. It's like um, it's like uh, bloody Ferrari being the first ones to colonize space. Yeah, because that's what they are—a fucking race team. I love it. I'm about it. Although I suppose they're an extreme sports team, so it's kind of like um, Red Bull colony on Mars. No, no, no. KTM would be like KTM colonizing Mars. I'm like, yeah, it's got massive dunes, so we set up a bunch of dirt tracks. Monster, uh, Mars Colony, brought to you by Monster Energy Drink. Alright. Raid brings you the all-new and improved Marsaraid, the only planet <laughs> with extreme energy. Now with Martian dust in every drink. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Um, okay, so... Um, what are other people doing in the month leading up to... God damn, it's so hot in my room. <laughs> I have all the windows open. Uh, I will endure. But yes, what are some other people doing? Um, I would say that uh, Amriel has probably spent some time with Alex. Um, cool. Um, Yuri, did that reporter try and contact you again after you said some weird cryptic stuff to her and sent her a private message with weird cryptic information about who you may or may not be? Well, I sent her a note that said, 
something about talking later. Um, yeah, like I'd like me to talk again after this. Uh, signed with my former your life old, name. Yeah, your former, your living name. So, did I you mean, she's have... a reporter. I assume she does. Yeah, so she would have tried to contact you then. Yeah, cool. All right, well, so who wants to go first? Do we want to do lovey-dovey, cool demons and hot soldiers from parallel universe stuff? Or do we want to do awkward interview with a dead man <laughs> stuff? I kind of want to hear Finn, so let him go first. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, Finn, do you meet up with her before leaving Hawaii? Or do you perhaps suggest that she come out to New Georgia and meet you guys there? Um, I think Hawaii, because she may not be... Yeah, I say Hawaii. Yeah, she might not be free to come out to your fucking... Exactly. New... Soon to... Like, it's only a short amount of time before you guys basically build Fordlandia. (laughs) Uh, So... Although we did do a favor for New Georgia Air, so we could probably get tickets. It wasn't New Georgia Air, it was just that they were, it was for their tourism board because they had a partnership with, what is the name of this airline? It's in my list. You have a partnership with... Guten Airbend. Yes, Guten Airbend. Yeah, but Hawaii. There are no walls anymore. What a weird fucking slogan. Mm. All right. So you are yeah, you so I imagine we why um I, yeah, I imagine we meet at some uh cafe in a street by the ocean. Yeah, so there's a lot of debris from the massive hurricane um and you see some uh, buff dudes and women with like um, glowing neon hair in different colors, like lifting up huge bits of debris. They appear to be some kind of uh, point break surfer hero group. Okay. Um, they all look like uh, native Hawaiians. Yep. And they're just helping, like, clean up the debris and stuff. And there's this woman. Um, did you write down her name, perchance? Um, I did not. Oh, well. That's all right. Reporter lady. Unfortunately. Actually, I don't even know if I gave her a name. I don't know if she had a name. She may not have had a name. I trust you. mentioned that I knew her. Indeed. She was a reporter from your past. She had been... A field reporter um, when you were a rally driver before you died. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, cool. Um, so you see her at the cafe. I assume you're not wearing your super suit. No. No, I'm, I'm dressed. Well, it's quite hot. Actually. Yeah, I'm wearing some kind of uh, loud Hawaiian shirt, shorts, and thongs. You are a picture of a Japanese tourist. Yep. Which is fitting. I have a, yeah, picture of a Japanese tourist, but with a mildly samurai demon face. Indeed, your bloody oni mask face. With sunnies on. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. This will hide my demonic visage. <laughs> Sunglasses and a Hawaiian shirt. Um, um, nice. Yeah, so I like... Uh, yeah, walk up and take a plastic chair across from her at this tiny milk crate table. Uh, she's drinking an iced coffee. Hmm. Um, I will, I, yeah, order a bar, I wave a bartender down and order a, um, uh, some very cold alcoholic beverage. A cold beer, perhaps? Uh, no, no, definitely more of like a, uh, maybe like a gin and tonic on ice. All right, cool. You get a gin and tonic with ice. No, 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 no. I get a um, a, a Bombay iced tea. A Bombay iced tea. I have never even heard of that. Um, I hear that they're... <laughs> they look... Relatively uh, potent. They look potent. Uh, yeah, I get a Bombay iced tea. All right, cool. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, and sit down across from her, trying to look. I, I, I sit down in a like uh, swaggery, confident way, uh, but then immediately kind of like shift and readjust uncomfortably in the plastic chair. As uh, as this woman looks at you, says, "So, how should I address you? Which name do you want to go by?" Uh, uh, Yuri's. Yuri's fine. Okay, Yuri. It's just because... What was your other name? Uh, Akemi Katsu. It's just because when you sent me the message saying that you wanted to... The note that you wanted to meet with me, you signed it as Ketso. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know. But you're going by Yuri. Yes. I mean, you, you under, the, the point of that was for you to understand, yeah? Indeed, to know who you were, I suppose. Mm, mm, yeah. Uh, so, uh, how, how you won uh, Heat 4. Uh, and you can see that she has her phone sitting on the table. It's probably recording you. Yeah, we, we did. Um, did you uh, find Heat 4? Can we give her a name now that I realize? Yes. Uh, my head says Georgia, but that's because we just keep saying New Georgia. So she's Japanese. I remember her being Japanese. Is she? Okay. Yeah, she's Japanese, just like you. Um, I think she actually might be Japanese-American. So... I don't know. Anyone got any cool ideas for this reporter? Yodel, if you can, if the reporter did in fact have a name, then by all means in the chat, let me know because I <laughs> definitely can't remember it and I can't go and look back through the video now. Um, if she doesn't, then her name can be Sora. Sora? Uh, sure. Alright, cool. Reporter's name is Sora. That needs to go into my campaign notes document. Oh, that's right. Pacific Punch. 
Sora the Reporter, not to be confused with Dora the Explorer. Yes. I think I spelt reporter like raptor for some reason. Apparently, I don't know how to spell the word reporter. Doesn't matter. Sora the Raptor. Anyway. Yep. Sora the Raptor. Dr. Dinosaur strikes again. <clears throat> um, yeah. Yeah, and Yuri, Yuri says, uh, um, Sora, look, I, uh, I, I didn't, I wasn't looking necessarily to have a, an on the record conversation about how we went in the last run. I see. And I she shows her phone and turns it off. What exactly did you want to talk about? How have you been? How have I been? Yeah. In in what context? How have I been since we last talked? Or how? Yeah. How have you been since? Well, since I um, since I died. Since you died, was that like ten or twenty years ago? Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Um. Let's see. I. I actually probably more like move. thirty. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I moved up from. I was just starting out when you died. Um, it was important to follow the Japanese extreme sports scene. I moved on to other avenues, got a more general sports reporting gig, um, moved to a network, Japanese network. Uh, then I moved to an American network. Uh, that network then collapsed. I moved to a minor position reporting on uh, the events of, you know, some superhero tabloid journalism, basically. You know, who is, uh, who is Commander Icicle sleeping with? Why has Radiator Gal not uh, refuted the allegations of her drug abuse? Things like that, you know, boring shit media um and then you know everything sort of fell apart after ragnar uh, ragnarok almost said the other thing <laughs> everything fell apart after ragnarok so i was lucky enough to get in early on the raiderade scene and all the in the adventure racing uh the adventure base racing i picked that up i've been following it ever since and it's been really good it's actually been Surprisingly fulfilling, um, reporting mm. on the new cutting edge of athleticism, you know? Yeah. And you, how was dying, I suppose? Mm. <clears throat> As you'd expect, I, I guess. Um, I... As I'd expect. Okay. Um, how, how about... How, how did you survive? How did you get your robot body? And how did you... Uh, and therefore arrive... At this... At this cloned junction. mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, I... Um, yeah, I, well, you know, I didn't survive. Did, did, did you die. die, or was your consciousness displaced? Was 
Did no, no, I died. Radioactive car fuel. I only, uh, yeah, I died. And I only, um, I, a long story, I guess, of, uh, I was resurrected into a robot slave army. Um, actually, I mean, you probably reported on some of that. You'll let me think about it. A robot slave army. The Technomancer? Uh, Cybernetto. Cybernetto, that's right. Yeah, Cybernetto. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I was part of that, that robot army um, just before Ragnarok. And uh, that came. Yeah. Sort of found myself out of three of those. Uh, I mean, Cybernetto managed to avoid life in prison by up and disappearing with all the other superpowered people. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, what else was I going to do with what I had? I didn't really have that much in life skills after my former career. But uh, How but much of your former life can you remember? That's what I was going to, I, not, not much. Well, more, more and more, I find, but equally, I remember I, I remember more and more of other things too. I sort of, sort of hard going, going through and coming out the other side that I seem, I sort of find myself Finn, with a lot of memories that aren't mine. What was, uh, Yuri's sexual orientation before he died. I'm pretty sure he was gay. He was gay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, what was your last name again? Uh, Akemi. Akemi. A K A K E M I. A K E M I. What was Akemi's? Uh, was Akemi? Primarily monogamous, or was he movie gay? Um, no, I don't think he was movie gay. I mean, like, being a motorsport dude probably in traveled the, a lot. In the, in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, but I mean, I think he probably traveled a lot, in, and, like, in that sense, it wasn't that he traveled a lot and had a lot of relationships. I think he probably... Uh, just was Didn't never had much success with relationships yeah. for that reason. All right, or at least that's what Yuri remembers. Um, mm. <clears throat> he certainly doesn't remember. Slash, is fairly certain he didn't have. Well, yeah, he certainly doesn't remember having a relationship at the time he died. Mm -hmm. um, um, whether or not Jesus. that's true, do you think about it. do you remember Kanda? Sorry, Kato. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I, rec I recognized him a while ago. I saw him and that, well, I, well, I knew he, I knew, I knew I knew him, but that was about as far as we were on the team together. We knew each other, uh, but yeah. Did I actually name that random you saw in Mongolia, Kato? I feel like I think so, and if not, then I feel like it's fine. You think that's what Yuri thinks she's talking about? Like, no, Ka 
Kato, you're on again, off again, friend, you know? Uh, one of those things that we were sensitive about reporting on. A lot of sponsors were not ready to... Sub Do you not know what I'm talking about? She um, seems confused. And uh, no yeah, Yuri sort of sits there, like, racking his brain, takes his sunglasses off, has a awkward sip of his Bombay iced tea. Uh, no, no uh, like so far, I've, whenever someone's mentioned or something I've seen, someone that it usually comes back somewhat. But well, Kato no. was rumored to be. You two are rumored to be really close friends. Do you follow what I'm saying here? I, I do. Um, I, get, I get what you mean. I just... Um, no, no, I don't remember Kato. So you haven't tried to contact Kato then? I haven't tried to contact anyone. Wow, which okay. Is, which is part of why I reached out to you. I, um, I don't remember most, most of them, any of them. And um, I, I thought I could kind of use some help. Well, with, I mean, someone who does. I mean, you and I weren't that close. I was just a reporter. I wasn't even a particularly renowned one at the time. You know, just a pretty girl to put on video. Yeah, you know, asking inane um, questions. But I mean, you, you see that you see the problem I have is that I don't remember anyone until I see them, which means I haven't seen a lot of. People I knew then, and uh, right. I okay, remembered you, and like, I could just go on and try and hope that I find someone else that I do know closely. I just bump into them, and then I recognize them, or or you, who as as a reporter, like, I mean, you follow this, you followed our. Uh, I mean, I'm, I might be able stuff. to, I might be able to put together a list and some contact information for some people from your past. But yeah, that, that's that's essentially what I'm. Right. Okay. Um, talking about. Have you been home? I guess you haven't been home. You just said you haven't talked to anyone. No. Um. I mean, if you've got the time, it might be worth visiting home at some point. Yeah, if you could include that address on the list too. Um, yeah. I'll... Did, uh, did you have siblings before you died? Um, assumedly. All right. So before you guys catch your plane back to um, New Georgia... She contacts you with a list of names, and she also um, says, uh, sends you a message saying, I'm really sorry to have to tell you this, but your parents passed away. Um, your sister lives in uh, Tokyo. Okay. 
Um, thanks. Uh, yeah. I, I I hope this helps, and if you need me, like to talk or anything, like here's my email. Yeah. We yeah. we can Skype. <laughs> <laughs> Not hangouts. That's for professionals. Uh, thank you, Sora. Like, uh, yeah. This this means a lot. And obviously, yeah, I mean, yeah, y you know, yeah, it's all good. Thanks. Cool. I guess I will see you at uh, the starting line for Heat 5. Maybe we can do a team profile or something. Sure. Yeah. I'll mention it to the others. Wonderful. Um, cool. So um, I guess let's see. You know what? Let's break this up a little bit because I feel like mm -hmm. I feel like uh, Amriel two emotional scene, discussions at once. Yeah, Amriel scene might have a similar um, heavy tone. So let's go to Greg <laughs> <laughs> because Greg's always good for. Wackety schmackety do. <laughs> and then I Glad can I can be my, of service. I can talk to my emotionally traumatized girlfriend about her PTSD be, being thrown off of a UFO. And having her oh, entire country. Again. And having her entire country destroyed in righteous fury for the subjugation and genocide of Native American peoples and yada yada yada, all that business. Yeah. Broken record with that one. Oh, I know American imperialism. What a gee. I mean, you know, at least they made the trains run on time. Um, <laughs> so, Greg. Yes. What are you? You've been trying to come up with some FTL. Yeah. So Greg is in there in the New Georgia, uh, soon to be like. The world's premier spaceports, eventually. Not soon to be. It's not the uh, worst <laughs> place to build a spaceport, because it's near the equator, so, like, you need less Delta-V to get into space. Yeah. And, and it's good land that no one's going to miss if a uh, antimatter rocket system explodes. Yeah. I mean, it's not the most tectonically stable, so, you know, it's, it, you know nothing's perfect. Can't have everything. But you're right. Land costs are low. Um, labor costs, also low. Food yes. costs, low. Yep, exactly. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Greg is working... I think Greg is working with TKS to try to, if not faster than light, at least um, a good relativistic engine <laughs> that can get him home within, I'm like... pretty sure that decades. the Nazi UFO, if I remember correctly... You know what, I was going to say it held itself up just with thrusters, but it did have those weird glowing lightning thingies that mm. crackled on its underside. So that might have I, been some kind of anti-grav. I think that was given to um, the, the sponsors. I think the, the deal was... No, 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 they took all of the radioactive materials. 
Oh, I thought they got but that But they too. didn't take any of the base mechanism. I mean, if those things used radioactive isotopes, then yes, they would have taken them. Right. But um, that doesn't oh. mean... But you would have all of the components surrounding it. So Gotcha. Okay. So I would just need to make more plutonium to power it. And then... Yeah, if that is, in fact, what was going on. Right, yeah. Uh, okay. So it did have some kind of anti-grav... I can think of a way to make a faster than standard spaceship using that, but not necessarily faster than light. How about you? What ideas do you have, Greg? Uh, well, Greg has uh, lots of ideas. Uh, Alex so many is ideas. is not a <laughs> uh, incredibly genius cloud with uh, all the degrees. But Unlike uh, Raymond Cox, no exactly. cloud monster. <laughs> Um, so I think Greg is is trying to figure out something with the some some way to manipulate the anti grav drive to create like a warp bubble or a wormhole generator, which is totally safe. By the way, does anyone Not else have any suggestions as perhaps parts of Greg's subconscious for making this faster than light? Well, not necessarily faster than light, just faster than normal. No. All right. So the thing I that I have, and it does involve warping in a way. If you've got anti-gravity, it's probably not anti-gravity. It probably just makes the mass of thing less. Right. You want, you're thinking inertia cancelling. Yeah. So you make the mass of your spaceship negligible and then you can accelerate to stupid speeds which i believe actually happens in the first episode of deep space nine they use their they use their inertial thingies to make the station like 10 kilos i don't remember because they're warp engines apparently space stations have warp engines apparently that was shut off so they had to like oh we're gonna get fucking a bajillion miles in 10 minutes I don't know. Maybe we'll just break the laws of physics. Well, it was a Cardassian station. Of course it had warp engines. Of course! I would know this, uh, you know, <laughs> Star Trek fan than I am. Um, uh, so, yeah, yeah, you basically you could try and do that. It's probably going to require a lot of modification. Yeah, well, Greg is uh, out of character, uh, sitting on a ton of skill points and fate points right now. As expensive. <laughs> Uh, so that can that can all go towards that. Brilliant. Just build a build a new super base using your fate points. Basically, uh, it doesn't. Cool. Basically, all the ship has to do is travel faster than light or or close and be able to obliterate an entire species with a minimal crew. That's oh yeah, that's it. all it needs to do. Yeah. He has to basically. Greg has to make a warship to rescue his people from the evil from the evil Death Zeppelins. Suggestion from the live chat is: take an anti-grav sphere, put it inside a bigger anti-grav sphere, chug a really strong cup of coffee, and then add one point twenty-one gigawatts. I mean, other than the coffee, that sounds like a pretty good plan for Greg. I mean, Greg. Yeah, Greg would have trouble with the coffee, but yeah, uh, maybe you could just disassemble it. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to chug it, but... Maybe he good. could make some kind of coffee-based fusion generator. <laughs> yeah. That'd That's be it. very... Caffeine! Caffeine makes thought faster. We make a thought-powered <laughs> engine. 
We can travel at the speed of thought. Oh, man. Greg watches Back to the Future and wonders where he can get himself a Mr. Fusion. Mm. That would be perfect. I mean, probably in that super base you just sold, so, you know. I um, would imagine they have shit. Oh, no, it was running on geothermal, so why would it have fusion? Uh, but, yeah, that's that's so Greg is negotiating uh, with TKS to for, I guess, to help get parts because it would be easier for them to probably be easier for them to import machined parts than for Greg to use all his energy to assemble everything um, and yelling at workers in New Guinea uh, trying to tell them where to put things and how to assemble things. But now Greg can actually touch things because he has a hard light generator. Yes, you can join the workers in their struggle. I mean, they, they get food and shelter. Greg is not, I mean, rule. They get paid, they get lunch breaks. Everything is up to OSHA standards, other than, you know, the highly volatile radioactive materials, but they don't handle those, so. Also, not that this particularly matters, because I knew what you meant, but New Guinea and Papua New Guinea, completely different parts of the Earth. Oh, wait, so New where are we in? You're in Papua New Guinea, well, you're Papua. near Papua New Guinea, but New Guinea is a country in Africa. Right. World and its names. I know, right? The uh, Like, New Guinea is half... Papua New Guinea is half of the island of Papua. Ugh, okay. I know, it's confusing. And we're on New Georgia Island? Yes, which is off the coast of Papua New Guinea. I think it might be near New London as well. And Bougainville. That really doesn't help. I'm just going to go Google New Georgia Island. Indeed. Oh, it is in the Solomon Islands. Oh, it's in the Solomon Something Islands. There. there it is. Right, it's got that volcano right next to it. That's the perfect place to build a yeah. possibly explosive spaceport. I mean, if Warhammer 40k is anything to believe, then there'll be heaps of like iron and jewels just coming out of the ground near volcanoes. What happens? And I do need those jewels because diamonds power the slip matter stream. Ah, you're going to go for a slip matter drive. I don't know. I just made those words up. The problem with a slip matter drive is that things often fall out. Ah, well, then can't have that. Yeah, because you don't want your slip drives to get too slippery. Exactly. Maybe, maybe Greg will slip just make slip and slide an drive. You just an infinite probability. Drive. You just lay down a, a very low inertia line between you and where you want to be. Yeah, right. and then you, you just, just slide ooh. along it. See, this is the way the spaceship works. It shoots oil out of the front and then just slides on that as it goes. And it just it creates doing zero... it to go as far as possible. It creates a zero friction zone of fun. <laughs> slip and slide at subluminal velocities. Yeah, my slip and slide drive. Oh, man. My so, twister uh, furnace and my mon monopoly interface. <laughs> so Greg is walking around in his hologram form most of the time when he's interacting with the workers and TKS because he's noticed that people tend to take him more seriously when he has a face. 
But only slightly when it's David Bowie's face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not like Ziggy Stardust David Bowie. <laughs> he doesn't have like makeup and a lightning bolt. Right. Hey, I Greg, do you want to help us on this uh, engine design? Mm, it's not very good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, um, and in between, and while he's not helping them design an FTL drive, Greg is sketching uh, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, have you got any crazy ideas for weapons of mass destruction? Just like off the top of your head. Uh, I, feel like I, the bit, I feel like I missed the bit where Greg decided to like destroy everything. Well, it's not that he has to destroy everything, but he has to destroy the terrifying war zeppelins because his race is being used to fill their uh, nigh-impenetrable gas bags. Do the war zeppelins float through space? Yes. Okay. Reasons. That doesn't help me. That doesn't help me at all, but okay. Um... I just thought it sounded cool. No, indeed. Go for it. What else do we know about the race that uses the war zeppelins? Uh, they are the Zikloth. Um, mm -hmm. Are uh, they a cloth-based race? Uh, I don't think so. I'll leave that up to you. Uh, well, I, 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 no, I kind of pictured... They uh, are the bags to your clouds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're like a, a race of sentient bagpipes. Oh, they're whoopee cushions. I kind of pictured the mean gray, uh, green aliens from Galaxy Quest. Oh, yeah, so like a standard evil reptile. Yeah, yeah, just your standard Sar alien bad guys. Sarans from Farscape? I think they called the Sarans. I don't remember. Um, but they, they changed their design like five times, and then like <laughs> they explained it away. We're like, there's different caste systems! But you said that other guy was a prince. Nah, he's a fucking shitty low-level lizard. He's a prince of losers. Yeah, the good ones look hot and sexy. <laughs> uh, all, all I had written was that his race, that Greg's race, was enslaved by the Z cloth to fill their terrifying war zeppelins. All right, so I'm thinking, yeah, so all right, lizards work, lizard men work. That'll be interesting. Um, so he needs to he needs to have weapons powerful enough to. Uh, destroy the war zeppelins that are feared throughout his section of the galaxy. Yes. The, the fucking wacky section of the galaxy. Yeah. It's Makes sense weird. that it would be near Earth. Earth is pretty wacky adjacent. It's, it's a um, weird place. So, yeah, there's fucking tacos and um, penguins. Like, what's up with that? And uh, is, is Greg still planning on uh, are you just destroying the war zeppelins or are you going to destroy all of the Ziklov? Um, Greg is, going to do, Greg is going to do whichever is most efficient. Yeah, cool. These reptiles must be really smart, too. Yeah, they're pretty good. Well, it's undetermined if they invented the war zeppelins or stole them. Ah, oh, yes. There's an alien race in um, Night's Dawn Trilogy that, is that has no imagination and is incapable of telling lies and innovating. Um, and everyone's always like, how the fuck did they invent spaceships? And when they invented spaceships, why the fuck did they never improve the engines on them? And it's because they didn't. There was another intelligent race on their planet that they subjugated and got, the, got to invent shit. And then they just abandoned that race. <laughs> like, All right, our solar system's going to be consumed by its star. We're going to go. Bye. It's like, you, you, 
but because they had no means of they had no means of innovation or like creativity they didn't they couldn't envision ever needing that race again <laughs> so they just <laughs> abandoned them wow so dumb so uh, fucking dumb yeah they're like a race of weird alien cows they're so docile uh, anyway I read, I read a book that has some more scene. human race that just stole their spaceships yeah. <laughs> steal other races shit anyway so okay um i have something for greg oh okay um what were your trouble aspects again my trouble aspects Some shit were... can't be reassembled was one yeah and my one of mine was uh curiosity killed the cloud all right cool all right so after a while you know, it's been a few weeks of working on this, and this is, you know, non-linear time funness. Um, a, you've been working with a specific design team um, that does a lot of work on quantum manifolds and reverse engineering the really weird high-tech shit that TKS pulls out of bases. Okay. Um, and... Um, one night, they're they're you know they're getting close to finishing up, and they're all chatting. And then one of them walks over to Greg, a woman who is, uh, and Greg's in his got his hologram on as you're trying to work out how these two weird things uh, match up. Okay. Um, you're trying to get the there's a pattern on this device. And you're trying to make it work, uh, but it's. Can't quite get it to. You can't quite work out how it's meant to go together, and what its purpose is. Um, something so that puzzling. one of yeah, somewhat something <laughs> one of them left around. You're pretty sure that it's an important tool. Um, and this this woman walks up. She says, "You know, there's actually like formulas you can use to solve those." What What do you mean, solve them? Well, it's a, it's a puzzle toy, you know. It's, what? I thought it's it was a, a component for superluminal travel. It would... Oh. Oh, no, that's just a Rubik's Cube. Ah. Well. Um. I feel silly now. Um, I didn't mean to... Um, no, no, it's, it's quite all right. We're gonna go into town and get some drinks. I was wondering if you wanted to, but you don't drink, do you? So why would why would you want to come? Out of character question: Do the do the holograms look like full people, or is it like a p purple glowing? No, no, no. no they look like thing. full people because they look like people okay. when you were there. It's just your right, gas right, form okay. might mess with it a little, but. For the most part. So it flickers a little staticky every once in a while. Also, it is um, a world where fucking superheroes have the big... Where super-powered sports stars have the largest web, web show. So, you know, like... Anything is possible. No one's gonna the, lose I'm, their mind if you go into town. No, I don't know what's gonna lose their mind. I just didn't know how, like... Yeah. Is it obvious that it's fake, or does it look like a real person? I mean, with your hair, it... 
is suspicious, but uh, well, I can I can crop that. Yeah, you just uh, look like a person with impossible hair. Yeah, uh, great. Actually, <laughs> not impossible hair in not the Michelle. Not not yeah. impossible hair in the Michelle Pfeiffer from Stardust kind of way. <laughs> exactly. Um, actually, I, I would I would very much like to join you. Oh, um, okay, and cool. Partake in the imbibing. Well, we're just gonna go get changed out of our work clothes. So I guess like meet us at the front gate in like half an hour, and I'll see you there. And she blushes as she walks away. Oh, very good, Greg. Uh, his his holographic arm like reaches inside of himself. Oh god! And there's like a there's like a beep boop, and the outfit on his his thing changes to like a suit. He has, a, he has a few pre-programmed outfits. Ryan with his lewd chat <laughs> comments. <laughs> Maybe she just wants to get to know him, Ryan, you pervert. Get your mind out of the gutter. God. I won't even repeat such lewd things with my mouth meat. <laughs> um, okay, so I think we'll come back to that. Emriel. Uh, okay. Yes. What are, what are we doing with... Give me a minute. Alexander. Xandra, rather. Alexander would be a different... Not that there's anything wrong with hetero love, you know. Alexander I mean, whatever, would be me. Whatever floats your boat, you know. Takes all kinds. Who am I to judge the heteros for their lifestyle choices? <laughs> Um, I would say she she sat out the last heat um, with her team. They were they, they were helping to, to evacuate people, right? Indeed, they decided to help protect. Oh, that's annoying. They decided to help protect Hawaii rather than um rather than compete. They needed right. the emotional win more than they needed the monetary gain. Um, I guess what I do with her depends largely then on uh, what the state of Hawaii is after the hurricane. Like, if the, if the islands got trashed, then probably uh, Amriel is going to do what she can to pitch in for the uh, relief effort. I would say that um, only... Nothing too major. Probably a lot of, like, yachts and stuff were destroyed, to which I imagine a lot of the... I don't want to say natives, because that's not what I mean. Um, I know that there's a thing in Hawaii where there's kind of these two... There's the people that live on Hawaii, live in Hawaii the whole year round, and then there's, like, all the fucking rich people that only come when it's good, and they normally leave during the hurricanes. And I know that Hawaiians have a specific word for that kind of Hawaiian, the people that fuck off. Snowbirds? That's what we call them. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's... it's, it's, it's Yeah, there's a word for it. I just can't remember what it is. But basically, I imagine that the... People that live there all year round are like, well, fuck you and your yachts. Uh, we don't give a shit. They didn't have uh, time to fuck off before the hurricane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not like... Um, 
what's that hurricane that hit New Orleans was horrible? Katrina. Yeah, it's not like Hurricane Katrina, even though it's a more powerful storm than that. The Hawaii managed to avoid taking any serious hits because the hurricane was worse out where you guys were. Okay. So it was bad, but it's like they'll be fine in like a month or two. Like everything will be pretty much back to normal. Not a lot of roads were destroyed or anything. Hmm. Nothing. Well, nothing that a little lava flowed hasn't done worse, I suppose. In uh, in that case, I guess maybe I will I will ask her what she what she feels like doing. Because uh, is this while you guys are still in Hawaii? Sure. Yeah. I'll I'll Skype in from. Uh, do we, did we return to the aircraft carrier or are we still? Uh, yeah, um, you probably return to the aircraft carrier, considering that um, the base is acting on the orders of Doctor Nebulon. Right, Professor um, Nebulon. Professor Nebulon, I think I don't remember. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, if I remember correctly, I had to uh, I had to talk to her um, on one of those sat phones. So I'll try to get in touch with her again that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a few minutes to get through, but eventually you do. And she's like, "Oh, hey, um, what? Are you, what? What? How'd it go? Did you? I mean, I haven't really been watching the stream. Did you? Uh, well, we didn't die. Oh, good. Um, we we also didn't unleash um, an unremitting horror um, to fill the universe with its nebulous cloudiness. I don't know." That seems really specific, that that yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Um, it hit Greg kind of hard. Like, I mean, you see, you see people who have compromised their own morals in hell all the time, uh, obviously, because it's hell. Yeah. And, I, and I've, never, I've, never seen, I've never seen a cloud get that, get that look about it before. It's, it's, it's so odd. Yeah. How do you... How does a crowd? Uh, how does a crowd? How does a cloud express depression? I suppose. Well, if if you want to see, uh, go look up Greg because he's he's right there. Um. So anyway, I'd look you up. <laughs> oh, well, that's uh, that's kind of why I was calling. I was I was hoping to skip town for a little while because uh, Yuri is off doing, uh, you know, resurrected Hitler things, and Greg is sulking somewhere, and I thought maybe you and I could do something fun. What did you have in mind? Well, you know, we've, we've been to quite a few um, exotic locations, uh, I figured we could do something low-key. You know, I, I know you don't exactly have a normal life in this universe, but if you did have a normal life, where would you want to go? So, something that I really enjoyed when I would get leave during uh, the uh, South Asian War was I like to go snorkeling and freediving. 
Have you ever done that? I have not. Um, really? Not a lot of snorkeling spots in hell? Uh, most of the water is boiling and unpleasant. Or pus or blood. Yeah, it's it's not a lot of water. It's uh, there's a there's a river of molten gold, but that's that's really just for dipping dipping usurers in. Of course. Well, I'm. I mean, you know, just we could go out to which of these islands? We could go out to. I, you know what, I should probably just search which of the Hawaiian Islands has best snorkeling, but let's go with o Oahu, at a guess. Hey, I'm, I'm all about it, and... You know what, I, I, I really need to not be in uh, mind-numbing danger for a little while, so... Google says that Oahu is one of the most popular tourist destinations in Hawaii, so go with that. Indeed. It's got a Disney resort on it. I know that. I was going to say we could go to Australia and uh, dive the Great Barrier Reef, but it's probably like a sentient... Uh, megalomaniac in this in this universe or something. I mean, like. let's not forget my character Barry, the Great Barrier Reef, uh, who was a sentient coral man. Well, he was a normal man, bonded to a coral alien armor thing. So, I mean, you know, whatever. Semantics. <laughs> kind of a bit like Yuri, I suppose. Except with coral, instead <laughs> of coral. demon. <laughs> Carl instead of reverse engineer demon. Yeah. Um, um all right, so yeah, I will um you want me to you want me to pick you up? I mean I, I, I don't know how you feel about the whole flying thing, but I can get us there in no time. Why don't we just take a boat rather than like fly? Yeah. Y you know what? You're right, you're right. We're going for the whole normalcy thing. Let's just pretend that you're not from a parallel universe, and I'm not a demon from hell, and mm -hmm. we're just an ordinary couple on a regular vacation going snorkeling. Um, yeah, and as she's about to hang up, she goes, are we a couple? Well, I hope so, because... I'm looking at uh, orbits right now, and there's a very limited number of hotel rooms available on such short notice. <laughs> okay. I mean, I wonder how many adulterers you've seen go through your uh, business place. Uh, and then she hangs up the phone. Maybe sodomites would have been a better joke, but, you know, whatever. We live in the moment here. Uh, cool. So, I guess you guys have a nice, pleasant time. Uh, Yuri, what are you going to mm -hmm. do with this list of names? 
read it. Okay. Um, There's lists of people that used to be on your team. She's put down a list of like people you had beef with. Um, listed a few sponsors. Uh, interestingly, uh, Dimension Gate Games is apparently was one of your sponsors back in the day. Weird. Yeah, apparently um, they were making a rally game and you were <laughs> one of the player characters. <laughs> um, but at this point, I think I probably mostly like just sort of like Google search all of it. Look up at book, look up people. Yeah, you find, you find like, um, like a YouTube channel that does like uh, it's like one that's like top greatest deaths in, in motorsport and you're like ranked number nine with one being the best one <laughs> um, or like um, top six uh, motorsport legends that died in their prime there's a lot of a lot of shit like that yeah so but yeah, and I like I like Facebook stalk essentially everyone on this list. Yeah, um, all right. Just like checking out their profile and like what they do and. Yeah, your sister is married. Um, she apparently has some kind of accounting job at some f- law firm in Tokyo. Very mm-hmm. boring, unassuming profession. Um, she was always the less interesting. Who burn? Um, Cato <laughs> uh, uh, apparently uh, moved to uh, Britain. Uh, uh, no, you know what? Fuck it. Cato moved to Ireland and was a uh, advocate for same sex marriage. Yep. So. I mean, good for Kato, I suppose. Good for Kato. Um, one of your rivals died of cancer, which is kind of depressing. Um, some of the members of your team have been wallowing in obscurity mm-hmm. for the last few years. Apparently, your death really, really broke up your team. They, you know, couldn't really recover from it. Only one. I uh, did, and that was the one you saw in Mongolia, yeah. who was brokering motorsports deals and shit like that. Hmm. Yep, okay. Did you want to visit your parents' grave? No. Did you want to visit your grave? Uh, less. <laughs> Did you want to go drink? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, so. make, I make I make heavy use of my ability to be intoxicated now. All right. So I'm going to say, has Yuri just been getting drunk for the last few weeks between just, races? Just, just like Facebook stalking people and getting drunk. Just Facebook getting drunk stalking while like, and, sitting there on the laptop by myself. Drink. 
Yeah, you're like sitting on the beach with the with the Raiderade branded <laughs> laptop with like a six pack of like mixes next uh-huh. to you. Yep. And you're just like, oh man, fuck that guy. <laughs> Everyone's just watching as Yuri's seemingly doing nothing. He <laughs> hasn't been prepping the car. He's mm-hmm. just been fucking Facebook stalking and day drinking. Um, and uh, it's becoming a, it, you know, it's, it, you're like a week out now. Um, so we will address that after we go talk to Greg about this totally normal um, worker outing he's going on. Yeah. Uh, so Greg uh, switches to his suit and meets them by the front entrance. What does your clothing look like for this going out evening? Uh, I think just like a, a black suit with a black tie. So you're wearing a suit though, like jacket, shirt, tie, pants. Yeah. Well, right. it's it's uh, he did a quick search for you know going out and. People dress up when they go out. Did you mean formal wear? Brilliant. All right. So you're standing there in a holographic black suit. Yep. And up walks, like, these people. They're uh, in, like, jeans and shirts. And the girl is wearing, like, a kind of a sundress thing. And you're there in a suit. And oh. like, hey. And for a bit, they're like, one of them's like, hey man, isn't that hot? And then somebody elbows him in the <laughs> ribs. It's like, right, sorry, forgot, cloud. Oh, wait, uh, one, one moment, Greg reaches into his chest again. Uh, and everything, and his, his form sort of flickers as he does so. And there's so a disconcerting. Yes, reaching yes, it is. Into your chest. Uh, and there, there's a, there's another, there's like a, and he switches to casual outfit two, which is jeans and a button down. I was really hoping it would be like short shorts. Mm, no, that's number three. Of course, of course it's number three. Why wouldn't it be number three? Um, and so you head off uh, into town. It's like a 20 minute walk uh, to town and there's a you know, a bunch of huts. And when I say huts, I mean, like, corrugated iron sheds. And then there's, like, this big, um, open kind of, um, picture a warehouse with no walls and all of the posts are made, and all of the, like, structural stuff is made out of wood. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's people just drinking. Everybody's sweating profusely and acting like it's not incredibly hot. And this is is winter. This is the equivalent of winter for this time. It's... it's, uh, I mean, it is in the tropics, so... Yeah, but it's still fucking hot ass. Um, It's always summer here. Pretty much. It's either wet summer or dry summer. Are we in wet or dry summer right now? I think wet summer comes at the end of the year, so I would assume you're in dry summer. Oh, cool. 
Not that Greg can really get rained on anyway. Uh, so, yes, uh, Greg says, oh, uh, I, I've been to the bar, uh, to a bar once with my team, but not like this. How does one order a drink, and what would be a good one to order? Well, um, they probably just have beer. Oh, I don't think we've ever ordered anything but beer. Generally, you just stand near the bar surface and wait for somebody to service you. They've got a lot of throughput lately with with the TK with TKS team, you know, setting up the workshop to look at your UFO. Well, so. it's, it's not a UFO. It, it is identified. It is a, a Nazi warship. If yeah. Anything, it is a IFO. <laughs> Still not quite. Yeah. That's an interesting laugh you've chosen. I'm I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um. I, well, I did look up. I did look up some uh, customary social protocols, and I believe the first round is on me. Do you have money? Uh, not yet. Uh, Greg. Uh, scoops up a rock from the floor, uh, holds it in, holds it in his hands, like cups it in both his hands. Uh, there's a bright flash of light, uh, and he takes his hand away, and it's just a lump of gold now. I mean, that'd do it. This seems to have been working well for me. It is much easier to make than paper currency. I mean, yeah, um, sure. And uh, one of the guys grabs the gold nugget from you. Is like, how about I go grab the round, and you guys can. <laughs> and he just walks off as if he's not quite sure how to finish that sentence. He's stealing my gold. Greg doesn't realize. Uh, and he walks up to the bar, and you can see him standing there for a while. Uh, and, you know, the other people you came with are milling about, waiting for drinks, talking to other people from work. And the girl in the sundress is just standing there, near you. Uh, Greg is admiring the architecture. Mm -hmm. You know what's nice about this building? Is no that her walls. saying it? No, you. You think this. No walls. Oh, oh okay. That troublesome yeah. aspect of human architecture. It's my, it's my least favorite part about Earth, and there's no walls here. It's the best building ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it does have columns, which are like thin slivers of wall, but they don't really get in the way. Yeah. I mean, you could you could flow around a column. Yeah. Now, I mean, a column is basically just a square tree. Exactly. Greg, Greg turns to the woman uh, and says, I think this is my favorite building on Earth so far. Really? Yes. The lack oh. of walls is invigorating. Okay. Do you, does Greg remember this person's name? Oh, uh, I'm going to roll a die on that one. Uh, odds he does, evens he doesn't. Odds he does. What's her name, Greg? Uh, it's a woman. Hmm. Is she she's, native or is she like flown no, in? She's a TKS uh, team member, so she's either she could be Japanese, Brazilian, or something else. But she is probably works in Japan. 
Yeah, we've got a lot of Japanese characters already. So she's Brazilian. Uh, Come up with a Portuguese name. Portuguese name, rather. Portuguese uh, name. Brazilian names? No, Hugo is not going to cut it. Yes, her name is Hugo. Uh, mo okay, I should have Googled the most popular female names. Mm -hmm. Female Brazilian artists. Shakira. <laughs> Actually, I don't think she's Brazilian. There we go. Oh, boy. She is a, she's from a Spanish-speaking country. Uh, the I number think. one. Isabella. Shakira is Colombian. Yeah, no, her name is Isabella. You know what's funny? Shakira's middle name is Isabel. That, that's, we were operating on the same wavelength for that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> cool. So her name is Isabella. Um... Sundress. Here's for scientist Raymond, what it'll do. Um, so, um, yeah, cool. Um, what, she's, she's sort of confused by you talking with the Billy Slayer. Wait, why is it invigorating that it... Why is it your favorite? Oh, uh, where, where I come from, we don't have walls. Uh, it's, it's very disconcerting uh, to come from a place where everyone flows around freely to a place with walls, they they are very efficient at blocking airflow uh, and cutting people off from one another. Uh, it's very it, it is the the most alien part about Earth for me. She she reaches out and touches the arm of your hologram and says, "There's a lot of things that cut us off from one another." And then she saw, and then the guy walks over with the drinks, like, hey, I got some beer. And she just sort of turns, grabs one, and starts <laughs> drinking it nervously. Um, does this hologram have sensory input? Or, like, can I feel her touch my arm? Or do I just see her touch the arm and recognize that she has touched my arm? Um, you see it. it there'd okay. be no reason for it to have that. Yeah, input. that's what I figured. Okay. Greg, uh, and there'd be no way for it to transfer it to you if it did. Yeah, that would be a lot more complicated. Um, yeah, Greg, Greg takes one of the beers uh, and just like tilts his head back and just pours the entire thing down his throat, his holographic throat, uh, mm -hmm. and converts the alcohol into energy. Your holographic light sock of a mouth. <laughs> exactly. Like, why would they? Why would they design the throat pass? Like the jaw. Oh no! Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. I, I just tilt my head back. Yeah, the hole that I dump the beer. It's in. like a fucking puppet in there. Yeah, like <laughs> if you look down his throat, you could see gas cloud. You know, Cookie Monster. I don't think you ever actually eat cookies. <laughs> oh, um, should I recycle the bottle as well? Um. No, you can just, like, put it in the bin there, man. And there's, like, a oil drum full of trash. Oh. Hmm. That seems somewhat inefficient. Craig's going to set up a recycling plant. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> this uh, is so too inefficient also. 
I need to invent disassembler swarms. Exactly. Converge everything to raw carbon! Uh, Greg just walks over and drops the bottle into the trash. Uh, so the night continues on, and the girl continues her awkward flirting with the hologram of David Bowie. Alien. Um, <laughs> you don't have to point out that David Bowie was an alien. <laughs> does, does Greg notice what this human female is doing? Um, Has he seen enough of the romantic comedies to comprehend this plot point? I, I want to say no. He does not recognize this TV trope. No, he, I mean, he acknowledges the fact and, you know, remembers the fact that she is, you know, standing close and touching him and laughing at everything he says, even though he hasn't told a joke, um, but does not, does not recognize human courtship as his species did not have courtship. Mm-hmm. If you, because, if you needed yeah. an individual entity, you just spawned a cloud out of the gestalt. That was it. Um, so, later on in the night, Ayumi, the pilot for TKS, uh, comes in and everybody, like, cheers because it's, you know, it's one of their bosses and they have that's the way they react to it. You know, Japanese business culture. He's, you know, drinking with lots of, doing lots of shots. Uh, and then he comes over to you, he's like, uh, after a while, he's like, Greg! Oh, hello, what are you? What are you... What you, what, and he sort of pulls you away from this group of people you're doing. He's like, "Why are uh, you spending a lot of time tonight with the with the quantum interference team?" Oh well, I was working yeah. with them earlier, and they invited me out with them. Uh, I, I read on on the internet that in human cultures, it is rude to abandon one's group of friends. Uh, so I decided to uh, remain with them. I believe I believe the humans call it bros before hoes. Okay, man. I, I mean, I, I, I would how about we don't say that out loud. Um, you know, I think Isabel might be like hitting on you, which I don't know how that works for you, gas man. Uh, well, I mean, she has been touching me, but I wouldn't consider it hitting. It, it wasn't forced. Uh, she has been flirting with you. Oh, um, I I I don't understand what you mean. She would. She has been engaging in uh, a mating dance with you. Ah, like many avian species on Earth do. Yes, yes. And he sort of looks you up and down, and I say, that analogy is truer in you than most. <laughs> I, I hadn't recognized any displays of plumage, but... Uh, perhaps I'm just not attuned to the subtleties of human... Well, I am most definitely not attuned to the subtleties of human nature. Uh, well, I mean, in avian species, it's the male that signals with plumage. So maybe that's why you were confused? Ah, uh, perhaps it is. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know if that'll work for you, but she's... Well... I mean, she's got I, interest. I, I feel um, I should probably tell her that I don't have genitals. Hey, man. 
it's not all about the genitals, you know? Sometimes, you know, just a kiss is enough. That's, you know? that's, that's not what the internet says. Well, I... Okay, yeah. Uh, look, I'm not gonna... Oh, look, my drinks are ready. And he walks away. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you, Ayumi. Uh, are you, what are you? What is Craig going to do with this information? Uh, Greg uh, <laughs> uh, walks back over to Isabella uh, and and says, "Oh, he uh, hello, Isabella. Um, I have been informed that you have been hitting on me." What? No. Um. Um. Yeah. Um, oh, no, it, it's quite all right. Uh, as, as I told Ayumi, uh, you you were not touching me hard enough for any physical damage, which is why I did not realize that you were hitting me. Uh, it was it was uh, very soft taps at best. Uh, but uh, Ayumi uh, pointed out some of the subtleties of human mating rituals, and uh, I, I feel I should let you know that my holographic form uh, and my, my natural gas form do not have genitalia, so... Uh, I feel it would be a disappointment she to you. goes bright red as you start talking about your non-existent genitalia. I, I would not be a suitable mate for you as I would not be able to provide you with offspring. Uh, so if you do not wish to uh, waste any of your most uh, biological fertility, I just thought that I should let you know. Oh my god. <laughs> she, uh... She, she, she turns, um, and seems frozen as she turns away from you. <laughs> um, perhaps there's something wrong with the human. Uh, Greg, Greg does a, a another cursory search, um, and then gives her a pat on the shoulder and says, it's not you, it's me. Oh wow. Um okay. Um I am the one lacking genitals. Well, I have not inspected your body so I can't say that you are not also lacking genitals. But oh god. Most human beings have genitals. Oh man, kill me now. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um so she turns back to you. It's says, um I'm I'm sorry for being specially um, insensitive. And she just, she, she walks off deep into the mass of people. Oh, I, I did not think it was insensitive. Many humans have never met a gaseous life form before. Huh. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask my teammates what they think. Uh, so, Emriel, um, after a after a few uh, wonderful nights of snorkeling and you know mountain hiking and uh, bathing on the beach in the sun, um, you know. Uh, your your trip away is coming to a close. You know that you have to start preparing for the next heat of the race soon. Which means heading back to New Georgia and, you know, getting on 
prepping your vehicles and doing your research and whatnot. And your your where do you guys choose to spend your last romantic night together? Hmm. Um. Well, we're we're in Hawaii, and I feel like I've suggested doing like absurdly touristy things with Amriel before. So maybe we're going to a to a fakey luau of some kind. Oh wow! Okay, cool. <laughs> Most of my knowledge of fake luau's comes from Lilo and Stitch, so this should be good. So, so there's like a hula dancer performance yeah. and and yeah. fire twellers and uh, big pig uh, because we're all aching for some bacon. Um, uh, okay, and she she's she walks over to you. Um, after a while, like, you know, you've been, uh, you were doing s something and she said she was going to go get you drinks. She comes back and she's holding two, like, half coconuts with umbrellas and pineapple and straws coming out of it. She's like, look at these wonderfully authentic drinks, she says, oh, uh, sarcastically. Mm. Whew. We, uh, <laughs> we may have hit peak Hawaii here. So Hawaii. This is a lot different to the Hawaii on my earth. Really? Yeah, it's not as pristine. I mean, it's pristine in different ways, I suppose. It's all just one big corporate research park. Hmm. You know, lots of marine testing, plant sounds, engineering. Sounds a little sterile to me. Yeah, it's probably all gone now. This, though, this is kind of nice in a weird, authentically fake kind of way. Hmm. It is kind of like a parallel universe inside a parallel universe. Yeah. You know, Amriel, are you ever going to go home? I mean, obviously not home home, but like hell home? Um, not if I can at all help it. Yeah. <sighs> How about you? You ever think about going back? Oh, God, no. Um, not that I don't think that, um, you know... What is the name of that place? It's not America. It's an America-type name. Did I write down the name of their version of America? I didn't write it down. That's all right. Um... Oh, that's right. It's the Republic of North America. Not that I don't think the Republic of North America, like, didn't deserve what happened to it. But I just... I don't think it's going to be a nice place to live there for a while. Maybe, like, in a hundred years it'll balance out, but... Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to go back there. But, um... can understand that. Well, yeah. Everyone, everyone back home where I'm from is still 
trying to recover from a war that happened 4,000 years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty fucked up. Vic has been talking about making another jump. And it's kind of split the team a bit. Does it have to be a unanimous decision? Or are you going to leave some people behind? I mean, I guess we could leave people behind, but um, it's just, you know, they're, they're all I, the closest thing I've had to family for so long. And uh, I don't know, you, you know, I don't want to leave them. Especially if, you know, they don't... We didn't exactly check before leaping. You know, all we knew was that this place had an Earth in a similar position to our Earth physically, and that the dominant species was humans. And we just took our chances. It just happened to kind of work out. I mean, what if they wind up on a planet? ruled by dinosaur people or something or or one even more fearful of um, alternate humanoids than this one is you know like you feel me yeah I mean you certainly could have picked worse places to land not everywhere has pina coladas and with little umbrellas yeah I mean or pumpkin pie the fact that you guys still have pumpkin pie here blows me away. And if you do decide to make another jump, are you going with them? I don't know. You know? I just... I can't abandon them, but I have... The makings of a life here. And she touches your arm. Uh, Amriel puts her arm around Alex and, and says, I would love for you to build that life here with me, but don't let me hold you back. If you need to be with your family, I understand. And from my perspective, this was always going to end at some point. Ooh, 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 that's rough. Um, I think that tells me all I need to know about the rest of this evening. You know, it's 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 kind of a bittersweet evening. You know, you kind of framed it as almost like a going away. Like, maybe this is us winding down. Uh, and so, there's this kind of weird atmosphere in the air of, it's nice being with one another, I'm spending this time together, and this is a ro kind of a cheesy romantic thing to be doing together. But also that underpinning of we 
are two beings from entirely different places in the universe. And our love cannot last, will not last. Um, so maybe we should end it on our own terms. Uh, whether that was your intention or not, that is the mood that follows you through this evening. Yeah. Um, well, I, I kind of figured that, you know, Amriel's immortal, so she... Oh, yeah, I figured... I figured that what Emriel meant was like, eventually, Alexandra, you will die, and I will be left here alive for more eons. Right. Whereas, like, Alexandra probably read it as, well, I mean, my relationships are volatile, and I normally break up with people, so, you know. Yeah, a little bit of a mis miscommunication, but yeah. 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 No, no, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, and so then you guys, you know, she tells, she takes you to the Raider Raid heliport to take you back to the aircraft carrier to board a plane to New Georgia. And uh, she's like, yeah, I mean, we're going to be heading to New Georgia to stage as well, considering that our teams are all kind of working together now. But um, I guess I'll see you there. And she shakes your hand as you go. <sighs> as, uh, as we take off, um, would what kind of plane are, are we talking? Like a like a sorry, airliner? you get into a helicopter and okay. then fly to the Raider Raid aircraft carrier. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, then in that case, as soon as the helicopter take takes off, uh, Amriel mutters to herself, "I need to be drunk immediately." <laughs> so on that, on that. bones and hearts since the dawn cut, of time. Cut to Yuri. Cut to Amriel and Yuri getting drunk on a beach as Yuri Facebook stalks his old life and Amriel no, 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 no. reads oh. shitty tabloids. Can I make a suggestion? Mm -hmm. Yeah, go. They're getting drunk at the bar in, in town and Greg walks in. What are you guys doing in my favorite building? <laughs> yeah, it's like a few days after that weird date that Greg went on. Sure. Uh, just Unless as Yuri really is just like, yeah, I imagine no, Yuri's yeah. drunk in relationship. Oh us. yeah, yeah. There. No, Yuri, Yuri is like, you know, it's funny because like, between being a car and being a clone, I felt a lot less dead inside when I was a car. <laughs> oh, that's, that's deep, man. That's that's deep. Yuri, Amriel, you've returned. And you're both in my favorite building in the world. Hey, Greg, how's it, how's it going? You you seem really chipper. Oh, well, yes, uh, TKS and I are making great progress on, uh, on the faster-than-light drive, and I think I may have come up with a way to defeat the terrifying war zeppelins. It's a start, at least. Oh. How are you two doing? Um, Amriel holds up a, a, a bottle of Mexican beer that uh, someone has dropped a lime and a shot of rum into and, and says something like, oh, I'm about 10 or 12 deep now. It takes a lot more for me to get drunk than the average human. Oh, my. How are you doing, Yuri? 
Yuri just has his like face on the bar, and he's just like. Uh... With Yuri's like several going... dozens of empty bottles. <laughs> Yuri's been going at this for a while. He's uh, he's a trooper. Oh, I'm I'm very sorry to hear that you two are going through trouble. Uh, if you need anything, uh, I am here to help you. As I learned in the last few days, bros before hoes. GM shakes head. <laughs> everyone, everyone shakes head. You're like, no, Greg. That is that is like the worst thing you could have possibly said. Of all of the things to learn on Earth, why that? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sorry. It 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 came up the other night. Uh, well, uh, there, there was a human female who was interested in mating with me, and uh, I was, I was speaking with um, the, uh, one of the uh, who was it from TKS? Uh, Ayumi, the pilot. Ayumi, yeah. Uh, I, and I was speaking with Ayumi. Uh, he had a very similar reaction, and that's what the internet said, though. I'm, I'm starting to think that the internet might not be the well, bastion well, of well, human well, knowledge. Yeah, I thought um, it was. Uh, hang on. Yeah, that, that's a fact, Greg. Uh, going back, the bit where someone wanted to mate with you? Oh, yes, uh, Isabella from the uh, Antigrav, from the quantum quantum mechanics team. Uh, I, I realized that she was uh, perhaps romantically interested. Uh, I had to uh, decline, though, and inform her that I do not have genitals, so a relationship... Uh, and since the goal of human relationships is the procreation of the species, it would just be a waste of her biological time. She might I've... have liked you for your brain, Greg. I don't have I mean, that either. I'm, I'm not a human, mm. but that's that's awfully reductive. What? Oh. <sighs> I think I, I, I fear I may have made a mistake then. I don't know. How do you feel about it? In a non-rational sense, Greg. Hmm. I hadn't thought about it in a non-rational sense. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm still adjusting to I as an individual and having feelings. Uh, I'm, I'm, Isabella is, is quite intelligent. Um, and she meets many human standard definitions for, for beauty. You're sounding rational, Greg. Oh, sorry. Um, well, I I would look it up online, but apparently I shouldn't do that. Um, this is all very confusing now. Before clouds get drunk, Greg, I feel like maybe you should get a little drunk. Oh, not on alcohol. Uh, I could use the alcohol to hyper-ionize my molecules, though. It it uh, has similar effects. It slows down my thought process within the cloud. <laughs> Here he's like, get drunk! As he's like halfway through <laughs> explaining that. Just shoves a beer into Greg's hand and Greg Shut up shrugs. And Greg. Greg just, again, pours the entire beer down his throat uh, and then just opens his mouth a little wider and drops the bottle down in two. Uh, and then... Uh, Ooh, every time you yes. open your mouth, Greg, I feel like I'm staring back into hell. <laughs> I, I, I could de I could lose my human form if that's more comfortable for you. I don't know. I feel like sharing a beer with Bowie is one of my life goals. 
Well, it, it, I know it looks very much like David Bowie, but it's it's not him. It is a... Uh, well, never mind. <laughs> Especially after David Bowie completed his grand witch ritual and pierced the veil to return home. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And has been taking people back with him one by one. Well, David Bowie is a canon magical being in Base Race. Oh, oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, the Council of, of Bowie. Of yeah, the Council of Bowies who, like, control alternate realities and shit. Wow. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Mm -hmm. It does. Go, go back in the uh, RPPR actual play archives and listen to Bayou Beat Down. It's the game that got me into Base Raiders. Okay. And it has David Bowie, like, got through such a massive party that he forgot where his secret base in the swamp was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. Okay. That was so, like, yeah. they, they were testing out the base creation mechanics, and they just hit Ross with every ridiculous thing they possibly could, and he took it like a champ. Oh, who's, yeah. the, uh, who's the owner of this? Oh, fucking vampire. What's it happening by? Uh, Confederate zombie. Uh, what was its original purpose? Uh, it was a... Um, it was it, David what, Bowie's party mansion. Yeah, it was David Bowie's party mansion. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so Greg hyper-ionizes himself to get drunk with his only two friends. Does hyper-ionizing himself make Greg's, like, processes degrade? Is that how it is analogous? That's, that's what I said. He hyper-ionizes himself, and it slows down uh, the reaction in his cloud. Sim it, it's the closest he can get to intoxication. Hmm. Okay. All right. For all <laughs> intents and purposes, he's drunk. So... You guys wake up in the morning. Um, there's a pig sniffing, uh, gnawing. You know what? There's a pig gnawing on Emriel's wing. Uh, <laughs> fuck off. Uh, and and, a ch and there's uh, a bunch of chickens um, all over all of you. Like, there's just a bunch of chickens around you. Um, they're pecking at you, and, like, there's one sort of on top of Yuri as he startles awake, and you and he's, and you startle the chicken, and it flattens, and it like, freaks out. And it's like a cloud of chickens all like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg is just being fog around you, I suppose. Yeah, the, uh, the Greg's, um... Uh, thing has his uh, hard light thing has somewhat destabilized uh, so his head is gone and it's just a cloud <laughs> nice <laughs> so you look like the doctor from the second Hellboy movie yeah he's just fuck he's yous Emriel fuck yous <laughs> part of me wants oh, to imagine my. that um this scene is like, we all like startle awake and then we're like, oh, when's the race? And then we just smashed that to us in the car, plummeting into a volcano. <laughs> we can do that if you guys want. I don't mind jumping to that, but you have made no prep on your nope. car. Nope. I mean, I think that that was really dramatic and cool. 
but at the same time, you have a submarine car that you're going to drive into a volcano. I had a minor consequence from the last game. Is that gone? Yes. Yes, sorry. I thought so. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine with that. Yeah? You're fine with smash cut to that? <laughs> yeah, let's wing it. All right, so has everybody here seen Snatch? Yes. No. Okay, so it's a... It's, um... What is the name of that guy? Oh, Madonna's husband. Yeah, uh, Guy Ritchie. It's a Guy Ritchie yeah. um, British crime film. What's the name of that guy? Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, but there's these... There's interesting transition scenes for when people are flying from America and that. Uh, so, uh, smash cut to uh, you guys, like, zipping up your... Uh, Yuri, like, zipping up his demon suit and Ariel like slotting weird shit into her cargo shorts uh, and Greg settling into the car. Car being like it's like uh, the car has been filmed at half speed and then sped up to one and a half speed of it being loaded into a plane and then like a picture of a map of a plane like just like hovering over a map of the world roughly in the direction of Iceland. Uh, oh, so we got a trip. And then you guys, uh, you guys, like, zooming down a highway, um, slamming Raiderades as you arrive uh, at this massive... Um, all, all wearing, like, very heavy sunglasses. Yeah. As you arrive at this massive cordon in Iceland, there's just fucking cars for, like, miles around. Um... <sighs> And uh, you see this volcano looming in the distance. <laughs> and you just roll up to the gate and there's like a Raider Raid official there and a bunch of security people. And they're like, excuse me, sirs, we're going to have to see some ID. Uh, and you roll down the windows and just Flip like... on the bird and then drive through. <laughs> <laughs> you flip on the bird they're like, oh... Oh, Mr. Yuri, please uh, go go straight through. Let, let's open up the gates, guys! And, like, you scrape the gates as you've already started driving through. And they're half open. <laughs> and you roll up to near the staging area that's leading you up to the volcano. And, like, a bunch of Raiderade people are just swarming around your car, like, applying new Raiderade stickers and stuff. And somebody, like, opens the boot and drops a pallet of... Well, not a pallet, like a case of uh, the mm -hmm. new Raiderade in there. Um, I think that Raiderade probably has some weird new... What is Dimension Gate's latest game? Because that's going to be what the Raiderade edition is. It's some kind of crossover drink. You know, like, how sometimes they have, like, Iron Man soft drinks... Mm -hmm. When new Avengers movies come out, but rather than it being like a regional variant, it's a promotional variant. So, what is what Dimension the Gate game, Games' latest the new video Dimension game? Game is Hell Butcher Four: Return to the Butching Floor. <laughs> All right, so the drink is Butcher Juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just blood red. Or just Butch Juice. Yeah. Butch juice? Yes, butch, butch juice. juice so that it can have a cult following. Uh, what flavor good. is butch juice? Gross. Pomegranate? Pomegranate? It's gotta be really red. Yeah, well, I mean, it could like be blood orange. Fucking hell. Truck? Molasses? 
molasses flavored <laughs> soft drink. Molasses and pomegranate. Pomegranate molasses. Yep. yep that's it. That's it. Yep. Okay. Secretly marketed as the blood of hell. Mm -hmm. Of course. Is and actually molasses. How do you spell molasses? M A L O L. Oh, molasses. Molasses. Molasses and pomegranate flavor. Oh, and cinnamon. Why would they use cinnamon to make it taste blood like? It would wouldn't, but it would be spicy and mean. Oh, okay. It's spicy and mean. Um, molasses. <laughs> pomegranate. I was just thinking of that shot we had at uh, the bar one night. A hint of man. cinnamon, but they spell it S-I-N. Oh, oh yes. Sin. Uh, with, a hint of, with a hint of sin. Come hint on. of sin. Come Come on. On. That's easy. I just take out the C and add in an S, and then Google will be forever trying to correct it. Love it. I'm all about <laughs> it. It's my favorite thing in life. Molasses. Amriel molasses has all too many S's in it. All Just too many letters, letters essentially. Yeah. yeah, that too. <laughs> Way too many letters. Well, you use it to make rum, so it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. They, I will they not distill get into it and weird... get rid of all the letters if it's just left with R-U-M. I will not get into weird history fact about molasses. I will wait for this <laughs> fucking garbage truck to roll past my window, though. Oh, I don't hear anything. Oh, you guys can't hear it? I always feel yeah. like you should be able to hear that, considering that you can hear when people scream in the house, so... Yeah. Um, okay, so... There is... Yeah, uh, and a manager guy will... Uh, the manager dude walks up, she's like... Uh, and he's like, hey, ethereals, and he does finger guns. Um, what? <laughs> I flip him double bird in a finger gun's way. <laughs> it's like the Wiggles giving you the finger. Um, <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey. wonderful, wonderful Yuri, baby. So uh, apparently you guys had arranged to, to do a bunch of stuff, but uh, we're about four hours away from race time and uh well race time entry time not really gonna be a race uh and uh well i mean and it's a three-hour trip up the mountain uh and apparently you guys uh booked yourselves to do a group piece interview what mm -hmm. since when uh <laughs> i forgot to mention that guys i booked us for a group piece interview heads up <laughs> Um, so, I mean, there's not a lot of time for that, but, uh, you got half an hour to do any final checks before we head you up the, before we push you up the mountain. So if there's anything you guys want, now's the time. Um, <laughs> we want a description of what we're doing because we did not do that beforehand. Uh, and is... is is a half hour enough time for Greg to unsubmarine the car? I don't know. We might still want that. You might still need that. 
You don't know it's what's true. in the place you're going. All you know- I think most of what we want is some heat proofing? Yeah, well, you've really need some ceramic tile. Some heat shielding. Is a half hour, would that be enough time for Greg to give the car some heat shielding? I would allow that to be enough time for you to make ablative armor plating. You know, you engineer right. some space shuttle tile. You probably saw well, TKS's have, design for space shuttle tile. Points. Um, yeah. I give it. I can give it two. I see. Now I have to open up the the file. I think I can give it two improvements. Uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Double check uh, base rate. While I make sure that the aircon is working effectively. Nice. <laughs> there. You guys are going to be basically camping in a primeval jungle for the next five days. So, anything you can think of that you might want. Do we know that? How much do we know? Raiderade mentioned in their press release that there was a lost jungle and forgotten cool. people. Those are mm. the two bits of information you have because we decided to do dramatic you get so smashed yep. that you need to jump cut to the so race. The, um, the submarine improvements are gone because uh, the yep. thing lets me add two improvements uh, to an yep. existing piece of equipment that lasts for the rest of the session, and we said it was for the duration of the race. Yeah, because so, they're temporary. So yeah, they're yeah temporary you would have had to have changed all the wheels, for example, in order to for it to become a car again. So yeah, that makes so sense. We, we just have baseline car right now. Yeah, with whatever Yuri had added already. Um, so I could spend a fate point to give it two improvements. So, uh, what do heat we want? Shielding. Yeah, heat shielding and another thing. Um, hmm. It's already got 4x4 four four stuff. Give it a weapon. Give it a weapon. Camping um, gear? Camping gear, you guys can have camping gear if you say yeah. it. That's a good thing to have a tent, maybe some beds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have Raiderade give us camping gear and whatnot. You grab a, you. Did we have like an outdoor camping sponsor thing? I don't think we do. <laughs> we had sunglasses. If yeah. we if we don't, Amriel is just going to wander into the the sponsors area and be like, "Hey, well, the Ethereals are accepting uh, outdoor sponsors right now." Well, we have an unnamed clothing company, so if that's like Catman do, for example, they do lots of outdoors clothing, but they also make like sleeping bags and shit. So yeah. let's say outdoor clothes, and I need a name for the outdoor clothes company that um, you, uh, as you walk into the camping area, into the sponsors area and say, hey, we forgot to bring camping gear. Who wants to be a sweet sponsor? It has to be like named after something for the outdoors. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Well, I mean, I just mentioned Kathmandu. So what's an Icelandic mountain? That uh, The Icelandic mountain that erupted a while ago? Yeah, Iceland. Uh, Google what that's called because it definitely needs to be called that, even though it's impronounceable. In Icelandic mountain, I don't Volcano. need guides. Okay, no, I just need you're looking for. No, no, no. I, I'm looking for mountain names. Ajaf. Okay, I found it. Uh, I'm just gonna mm -hmm, paste mm -hmm. it into chat because you know there are other more pronounceable nope. mountains. No, nope. it's not. Yeah, it's, uh, I was thinking like Death Valley clothing. I want it pronounced. There's a Google, there's a Google pronunciation of it. He put it into the email chat. No, I don't see it at all in either one. I haven't, I haven't put it in yet. Oh, okay, good. Uh, here we go. 
I, I, okay. Oh, oh, wow. That is, <laughs> yep. That sure is a word. I, 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 jalajikul. That is the word. I don't know how to pronounce it. What if oh, they hang just on, here's a video. Wait. Yodel suggested uh, Catala because that is apparently the name of a volcano and a dragon. Oh, that's pretty good. I mean, I know it's not the one we want, but I think it sounds pretty fucking cool and it's pronounceable. Yeah. We can actually, uh, we can actually say it. So I wanted to address <laughs> that. Almost sounds like Yodel. <laughs> Say it. Say it, person. Say it, random internet person. Here we go. So here it goes. It's Eya Fatla That's Eya Fatla Yurk. That doesn't help. Eya Fatla Whatever, yeah, I lost it. How about Eya? How about. How about? I'm honestly fine with that being our sponsor for the point that no one can say it. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. That's funnier. We don't know how to pronounce this. Like, they're like, who wants to be our sponsor? They're like, AR Castwizul, and we're like, you got it. You got it. Just give us a fuck. Give us you guys. We need a sleeping bag. Uh, we need a sleeping bag and a pronunciation to, like, key. Name drop it in a in an interview. They just have to redub it. <laughs> no, so, so you guys, you guys do the promos, but you never mention the brand, and then they just have like their soothing um, James Earl Jones voice um, voiceover guy actually do the product name. So it's like <laughs> ad runs, and then at the end, it comes up with like a picture of their logo, and it uh, and someone says Gulag. Oh, we just always have, or like Greg says it, so like in the bit, it's like, oh yeah, Greg can say it. Yeah, Greg just plays it. And then, yeah, but like Greg's mouth never has to move because Greg doesn't have a mouth. Hey, Greg has a mouth. It's just a hole that opens into his cloud. Just a deep black moor of destruction. Hey, sometimes you can see flashes of electricity from the inside. Yeah, sometimes it looks like there's a thunderstorm in there. (laughs) Which isn't any way... Like, I'm pretty sure there's a magic card for that. Mouth of Thunder feels like a magic card. Um, Uh, Yeah, good. They're, they're like, shaking your hands and somebody's handing you a contract and you're just fucking signing it. (laughs) And they give you, like, a... They give you, like, um, one of those hiking packs and it's got, like, a bunch of um, camping stove equipment and stuff like that in there, and then they hand you, oh, we we actually did a sponsorship to have some freeze-dried meals, and you're like, yeah, whatever, we're not gonna fucking eat it, why not? Give it, give it here. Um, so we need, we need a second edition for our car, too, so it gets heat shielding, and um, um, you could give it ludicrous storage, so, like, you attach a bunch of, like, um, Roof over the top roof racks and like side racks. You give your car panniers. <laughs> what if we give it um, flight? Remember, flight is restricted. Or, or we give it like um, well, not flight's so much restricted, flight, but like, res- to like the parachuting. Point. What about controlled falling? 
I would allow controlled falling. I was I think I was thinking more. Did you guys play the first Mass Effect? Uh, yes. Bit, yeah. So like jump jets, like the Maker has. Yeah, like so, like yeah, like jump jets. So you could hover, I guess. Right, yeah. So like, if there's something in the way, we could hover over. Right. It. So yep, and we we'll can already give it, jump. Give so. it the aspect. That's give true, it the yeah. aspect. Um, volcano resistant armor, and falling with style. <laughs> I like it. Nice. So the car has those uh, aspects. I trust. I trust Finn to track those. I'm writing them down. And just write temporary next to them. Oh, yeah. I've got them written down as upgrade aspects. Okay, cool. Um, sweet. Uh, and overwalks... Um, overwalks Sora. As you guys are like... And uh, she walks up to you and like... I was figuring we'd just talk about like your past. She's telling, talking to Yuri. She's yelling over all these people trying to get you to sign shit. Before you jump in the car, um, like trying to get you to sign contracts. I was like, so like, um, how about we just get this ball rolling? And you see a cameraman in the distance and he's like piloting a drone over you because he couldn't get a camera close. Like, uh, so, or a cloud. Um, human, if you can, I think the viewers will. Anyway, let's just get started. So like, um... What are you guys doing right now? There's a you. You apparently just walked into the signing area and said that you needed a new sponsor. Uh, yeah, we uh, we need some camping gear. Uh, we had a we had a we had a sponsorship opening. We decided to settle it now. We're very and, proactive and business people. As I'm just I like on all of these various contracts that I assume people are not legitimately thrusting at me. Is that what's happening? There's, there's only trying to get me to like sign other there were, sponsorships. There were a bunch of people, only the people. Um, uh, yeah. You were the, like you said them, and then like a bunch of their marketing people stepped forward to get you to and lawyers to get you to sign the fucking sponsorship deal contracts. Because I imagine that a sponsorship deal contract normally has hundreds of pages. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're like flipping through and having us initial, all of us like initial and and sign yeah. in various places. Greg's um. just like dissolving the paper to like his uh, dissolving away a space where his signature would be. <laughs> he has. I have hands now. I could sign. Oh yeah, you could use a pen. I suppose it's up to you. What what language you prefer? I sign it in. It doesn't really matter because names all look the same in whatever language you sign in. Oh, I'm not sure that's true. There are alien. Le- Never mind. <laughs> if I uh, sign, yep. if I sign in Gora Katan, I will have to build an edifice of your dead in order to sign. Uh, I'm going to sign it in. Uh, I'm going to prove their point wrong and sign it in Egyptian hieroglyphics because, as we established in the first game, I know ancient Egyptian. You do, in fact, know uh, ancient Egyptian. Um, that's <laughs> fine. Again, like you can sign. You can sign contracts with symbols as long as you are known by that symbol. Damn. And it is consistent. So, literally, you can sign with hieroglyphics yeah. if that's what you always sign contracts with. Well, I guess this is, this is literally the first time Greg has signed anything. So, so far, it's that's pretty not consistent. true. <laughs> it's just the first time you've signed something on screen. Amriel signs oh, with glowing... He's had hands to sign stuff. That's true, actually. That's a fair point. You probably had someone sign for you previously. Yeah. 
Emriel signs a contract with glowing runes that uh, represent a demonic alias uh, that she is known by, not her true name. And you can't really look at them, otherwise your eyes start to burn. <laughs> and, Weirdly, and the lawyers Yuri... don't seem to have any difficulty looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Yuri just signs with, like, get fucked, X, Yuri. <laughs> Yuri's which, I, I think she has been actually signing things since when he was an actual race driver. Nice. Because Yuri's punk AF. <laughs> um, like, uh, so why, why did you... I'm guessing it looks like you guys just pulled this stunt because you didn't have any of the equipment you needed. Am I reading that situation right? No. You can read it however you like. <laughs> Why did you guys choose to wait until four hours before the race started to show up? You're normally way more punctual than this. Ooh. Uh, Amriel? Uh, it was it was a series of questionable decisions, um, mostly mostly fueled oh, man, by alcohol. I love that show. That's <laughs> one of the lawyers. A series of questionable decisions. <laughs> that's, that's new on Netflix. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Yeah, exactly. He plays Uncle uh, Decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it was I thought I was working very hard on trying to advance faster than light travel and lost track of time. Wow! Yeah, um, weren't we all? I know that feeling. Mm. We were we were working hard, uh, mostly um, focusing our resources on the last race. Uh, we have a hell of a plan for for the moon run. Let me tell you, it's gonna oh, be. Oh, and it was all the drinking we did. <laughs> it's a good thing mm -hmm. drug testing is not a thing. In <laughs> and they're like, it's like, all the drinking we did, and then I'm like, drink Raiderade. <laughs> <laughs> and Do then you... go to like and then go to skull one of these promotional ones and it like oozes out like tar. yeah it's like fucking you have a delicious can of raiderade butch juice <laughs> and then i like bare my teeth and they're just covered in like bloody vis viscous goo get a mouthful mm. of butch juice <laughs> Suck it down. Um, this episode has taken a turn. <laughs> I look Guzzling at my wrist, which is a demonic uh, armor arm, and I'm like, mm, okay, so we're pretty pressed for time. Fame. May I, yeah, make I one mean, kind of watch? Yeah, go for it. Mm -hmm. Ra Raiderade Butch Juice, because it's so viscous, it's not in a can. It's one of those drinks in a bag. Uh, yep. So you can, like, oh, squeeze, so like it out. squeeze it out. Squeeze it out. They sell, um, they, there's versions of Absolute Vodka that are sold like that. So that you can like throw them in your freezer, and so you yep. have like a bag of slushy. And if you have that in America, I would assume you would. I don't think we have bag vodka. I don't know. Australia is pretty good at drinking innovations. <laughs> That's true. We're real innovative. We're, we're on the forefront of bagged alcohol. <laughs> we oh, are, you get, honestly. You can't get bagged beer here, though. I, I feel like we have boxed wine. Well, yeah, we have boxed wine. Yeah, yeah, but not bad. yeah you, you don't have sweet code names for it. <laughs> you don't have entire uh, a very game cultural, based a around very it. broad culture around it. <laughs> Goon is an integral part of Australian culture, arguably the Australian only part. Culture. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, um, yeah, we're pretty pressed for time. Uh, any more questions? Uh, yeah, I say, I, looking I, at my demon arm. 
Watch. Uh, so I just wanted to ask Greg about like why he's building this FTL thing. Didn't you mention that you were trying to save your uh, save? Ah, yes. Well, you see, as I was making my way here uh, from my home planet, it took a, it was a multiple year journey, and my race was enslaved to power the war zeppelins of the Zikloth. So I am using the base that we scavenged from Paris to convert it into a spaceship that will allow me to travel home and free my species from oppression. But to do so in a timely fashion, and you know, that doesn't take centuries, I need to invent a faster engine to propel the mass of the ship at relativistic speeds. Faster than light would, of course, be the at most preferable. At this point, I like, get in the driver's seat and I'm like, okay, we gotta go, Ziggy Zaldas, get in! <laughs> Amriel, <laughs> uh, uh, I just had one question. I just had one question for you, Amriel, before you leave. Okay. Um, what, do rev you, excessively. what do you say to the allegations uh, that you uh, you broke up with, or rather, to the suggestions that you and Alexandra Remington have broken up? Is there any truth to these statements, to these rumors? I, I lean out the window um, and I'm like, I thought you treated these matters with discretion. Hey, look, you guys, wanted, for you guys wanted to rush off and I had one last question. So I thought I'd go for the one that would actually sell copy. I Friends, thought you were behind I, tabloid journalism, but... Um. Uh, Am Amriel, uh, Yuri, I think I may have actually learned something that is applicable for this situation. Um, Greg opens oh. the car door, turns around, looks at the reporter and says, <clears throat> go fuck yourself, and then gets in and closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I high five Greg. Put the car in gear. Uh, Amriel, yeah, just shrugs and she goes, you're the cloud, and then... <laughs> Gets in the car. Cut to you guys at top of mountain with camping gear strapped to your spider-legged Datsun. Uh, <laughs> standing on the precipice of a burning inferno. Uh, oh, it's an active volcano? Well, it, it's active in a very loose sense. It's not currently erupting. But it's hot. Okay. Oh, it's hot. You can see lava. You don't really understand how you're meant to get down in there. Mm, it's active in the volcanic terminology, general sense. Yeah, it's but it's not a in the last twenty years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and you not a place you want to go driving into. Gotcha. Uh, and you see, um, there looks like um. TKFs have um, their car from earlier races, um, and uh, true survivors are riding in their dirt on their dirt bikes and their Land Cruisers. The Valkyries have brought something a little different this time. Um, they have kind of like these tri-wheeled capsule motorcycles so it's got like two wheels at the front and then one wheel at the back and you sort mm -hmm. of straddle it like a street bike um but like it's those, sort of those spider things yeah, yeah and it's sort of encapsulating them to a degree it's a weird looking bike uh, and there's like a bunch of gear strapped to it and then they've got like um 
lots of these ablative tiles all over it. Um, yep. Everyone seems to have gone for tiles because it was a good good choice of material, uh, and because TKS invented a uh, volcano-proof tile for an earlier race uh, <laughs> in a previous season. <laughs> And so, like, everyone just went, yeah, we'll have a shipment of uh, 20,000 volcano-proof tiles, please. All right. <laughs> um, um, and then there is a black, kind of looks like a tank with no turret towards the front. And you see, like, um, the scout team one people walking up like, all right, new entry protocol for this race. This is because this is a sort of a... Camping out in the underground situation. Uh, you guys are going to follow us down a path uh, to the uh, bottom of the mount, to the bottom of the caldera. Now we're going to have to move quickly. There's going to be a lot of geological activity going on, and when we get to the uh, get to the uh, lava tubes, you guys are going to have to race through. Uh, we want to get some excitement um, before the boring camping. So. Uh, when we get to those lava tubes, we're just going to pull off to the side of the road. That is your cue to accelerate through. Now, the order for this is going to be Valkyrs in front, followed by True Survivors, followed by TKS, followed by Ethereals. We have done this to handicap you, as the Ethereals have won every race this series. Alright. Good. Let's get rolling. And uh, then they, like, fight, climb into their tank. Um, and they start uh, driving down the rickety path. And I think oh, that'll be uh, where we end Make sure to roll up your windows, otherwise the heat shielding won't work. <laughs> Good to know, Greg. <laughs> Good tip. I feel Thank like you. the windows, as you have like rubbed weird ceramic goop all over them, probably does. They probably can't even be rolled down. Just, just in case. <laughs> You're in case anyone tries to crack a window. Yeah. Nope. It's probably like a tiny slit in the ceramic <laughs> covering of the like main windshield too. Um, I think, yeah, I think Greg's like, don't wind down the windows, and I like, put, like, wind my window, like, fully up, and I'm like, alright, guys, no farting, and then lock eyes with Greg. <laughs> Greg, the sentient fart. Um, you know I cannot help that's it. That's offensive. Um, we have a question from the fans. Uh, Amriel, how accurate uh, to Demon's Blood is Butch Juice? Ooh. I was gonna say before that uh, Amriel takes takes a can of it and or a bag of it as we've since established, <laughs> mm -hmm. and kind of looks at it and shrugs and and squeezes most of it into her mouth, and then just has this grimace and she goes wrong, close <laughs> but wrong. What was the name of the movie of the game again? It was Hell Something. Uh, Hell Butcher, Hell Butcher 4, 4, Return to the Butching Floor. Right. Hell <laughs> Butcher 4. You know what? They probably spell it I-V. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Return to the 
butching floor or butcher yes, floor? Yes, the butching floor. Butching floor. Which is why it's called butch juice. Yeah. Butching for floor, because that doesn't sound like the shittiest level of a gay nightclub ever. Not because there's <laughs> um, anything wrong with butch people, just because, like, it sounds uncreatively named. It does. I feel like the game... I feel like the main character in the game's name is Butch as well. Yeah. Butch Sundance! No, Butch... It's it's Butch Alighieri. He's a he's a distant descendant of Dante. Ah, <laughs> oh, so this is yeah. a yeah. spin-off of the Dante's Inferno video games? Uh, sure. Dimension Gate Games bought the property? Did I check whether Dimension Gate Games was real? Uh, I don't think you did. It sounds real, and I'm worried. It does sound real. real. Are you thinking of Studios? No. Oh, Dimension oh. Gate is a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah. I just Googled Dimension Gate games. I, I feel I feel like um, yeah. um, I'm thinking now, right? The, the series goes <laughs> Hell Butcher 1, Butcher's Inferno, Hell Butcher 2, uh, Sausage Sizzle? What? Yeah, um, it was a little more camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Hell Butcher 3. Mm. Hell Butcher was 3 like, was just the revamp. The it, was just called, it was just called Hell Butcher. Uh, yeah. Yep, and then, yep. then they just went back to Hell Butcher 4. Yeah, like turn yep. the Butcher. Uh, Hell Butcher. Yeah, and that's, the why, third and that's why Hell Butcher, Butcher 4 game. is called Back on the Butchering Floor. Yeah. It was oh, a. No, Hell- Hell Butcher 3 was just spelled Hell Butcher, except the E in Butcher was a 3. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. Alien. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and it was a return to the darker tone. Mm. Uh, and then the fourth one is even darker. So grim-dark. To the point where address- ad- adjusting the brightness and contrast does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm imagining, I'm imagining the gameplay is yes, yeah, essentially like a, uh, a a hell diving slash like hack and slash, uh, but if hell was a demonic nightclub, yes, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know that's what the kids are into. They're into all those nightclub fighting sims. Yep. Uh, yeah, we just yeah. wanted to bring them a traditional, um, uh, traditional hell diver game. Uh, you know, I don't appreciate the roots of video games in the base Raiders universe. Oh, hell diving. My favorite genre of video games. I love the way the camera <laughs> angle is like from your back right ankle up. Oh, yeah. It's just the best way to view a fight scene. It makes it so much easier to control. Um, and all the, like, the camera just gets covered in blood. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Um, so you guys are in a convoy rolling down into the volcano, and we'll pick up the game next time. Um, I thought that was an all right way to get back into Base Raiders. Um, yeah. <laughs> set up a bunch of... Especially the last half hour. Yeah. 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 We are so screwed for this one. We are. <laughs> I think it's a brilliant play. I look forward to the fact that this is just going to be like a character bonding camping trip. Yes. <laughs> or that. It's going to be a nice camping trip. In, uh, it's going to cook s'mores with the with TKS and the True Survivors. 
Yeah. But you know, while the Valkyries try and kill us all and plan yeah, uh, raids on the Valkyries camp. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's like a, a normal a normal uh, company camping trip, except the mosquitoes are four feet long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Australia. Yeah, actually, I, yeah I want, that's that's what I'm looking forward to. Be it's like a yeah like a camping a camping road trip movie, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's just a normal trip to Newcastle University if there's mosquitoes that big. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so funny. They were planning to try and wipe out all the mosquitoes on the Newcastle University campus, and then it turned out that the particular mosquito that lives there is only found there, and so they can't... They can't. They can't exterminate it. Even though mosquitoes have almost no purpose in the ecology. (laughs) But it's a rare... Anyway, yeah, they're an important uh, human predator. <laughs> I can't wait for that. All right, brilliant. Um, well, um, thank you all for listening. Uh, and if you'd like to see more from us, you can go check us out on WordPress, SoundCloud iTunes, we're up on iTunes. We've got a Google Plus community. We're also on Twitter, where you can contact, I believe all of us have Twitters, um, which wouldn't take much effort for you to find. Um, And, of course, we're also over on Patreon, uh, where we have varying uh, amounts of rewards. And by supporting us on Patreon, you gain access to behind-the-scenes information, um, early podcast episodes, uh, opportunities to play with us, uh, as well as the chance to help us start a uh, gaming republic in the Australian outback. Uh, so, by all means, we'll get, uh, we'll get there one day. Indeed, we will start that micro nation, the micro nation of games. Um, Viva la RPG! <laughs> uh, yes, uh, it is the right of all sentient people to have access. To role-playing <laughs> games um, but yes check us out on all of those and uh, we love to hear from you uh, so please leave us a comment and share this and other podcasts that you enjoy with your friends uh, farewell from the past I'm Raymond